Welcome, folks. Welcome to Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, Josh Turner, and with me, as always, is Sal. Sal Capone. That's it. I've graduated from, you know, Salrician. Yeah. You know, but hey, it's all good. I'm just, you know, going, 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 having a good old time with it, but. You know, but I do like that one, Sal Capone. Sal Capone? That's a, somebody sent me that. I think it was a guy <laughs> named James Asher. I think that's his name. He sent me that one, and he was like, hey, man, you should call him Sal Capone. <laughs> and then he he threw a couple others out. I think it was him. If it wasn't him, I whoever like it was. Seeing, it, I, I like seeing all that in the comments, too. Yeah, it was the, the comments thing. section. We got a lot of good comment people. Yeah, we do. We got a lot of, we got a great bunch, great bunch of people out there throw out good comments. You know, and like like, as always, always find it funny, you know. You got the ones that say, hey, get rid of Sal. And you got the other ones that say, hey, Wolf, be quiet. Let Sal talk. And, you know, hey, this wouldn't show wouldn't be a show without having all those on there, you know? Well, because we don't rehearse. We just go in and we start talking. <laughs> That's it. But everybody thinks that we're, you know, like talking over everybody. I don't care. Yeah, just, you know, we're having fun. It's a well, good time. it's what we do. We're just having a good time. And you, you know? guys can listen in to us talk exactly, about stuff. Exactly, man. So let's, before we get started, let's just go ahead and plug the email and, you yeah. know, all the good stuff. Yeah, it's doswolfman88 at gmail.com, doswolfman88 at gmail.com, and... Or wolfandsal at gmail.com. Wolfandsal at gmail.com. You got two to choose from. Send us your story. I'm sorry we're slow. We've got a lot of good stories, and we're trying to play catch up, and we are working as yeah, hard as we can. backlogged. I mean, we are... <laughs> bad. We are my messenger, bad. too. Go ahead and just start sending them on messenger, too. If you got me on Facebook, just send them to messenger, because... That's what everybody's doing anyways. <laughs> just, I mean, we got a yeah. bunch of people on email too, but if you got yeah. something to talk about on Messenger, just send me a message and I can mm -hmm. call you. Oh, yeah. And, you and your stories, if you don't, you don't want to come on, that's cool too. And I've talked Put to a lot of really cool people too. I'll tell you. And, and we're working, like I said, we're working to get a hotline that we can, you know, business line that we can call you guys and everything else. I'm kind of a private person. I don't like giving out my phone number to everybody in the world, you know. That's me, I don't me. care. If you call me and I don't like you, I'll just auto-reject you. <laughs> Very simple. <laughs> Very simple. I just wow. like Wow. All right. Mm. So, but anyways, you know, what else have you been going on? What's What's been going on? What's new with you? Um, not much. You know, I just I had a birthday party recently that you didn't come to. Oh no, yeah, just kind of you know this hospital thing. Yeah, that you're I like oh, I was in the hospital. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. You know. That's like last year when you were putting up the Christmas lights and you fell, and all I heard was I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. Come on, dude, yeah, suck heard, it up. All right? I heard from you was, but did you die? Did you die? Yeah. That is the thing, dude. You didn't yeah. die. That's true. That's and your true. wife was like, get back out there and put those lights up. We don't have time for this <laughs> rolling around the ground. Like one of those soccer players, dude. Yeah. You know, Have the bone sticking out of the leg, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, push it back in and suck it up. That's it. You're a soldier. Do what you got to do. That's it. You know, Christmas lights are important. You got to get them up. But you know what the good thing is, too, though? I noticed today before we got started, I'm like, I was sniffing, you know, like the puppies. I was just sniffing You were sniffing around. puppies? No, like puppies. They oh, sniff everything, okay. right? I was just sitting here sniffing everything and- I noticed you, you you had some, there was a new... Oh, my, a, uh, yes, I have a cologne for it, Yavis St. Laurent. It's pretty good stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, I, I came out of the shower and I forgot it was just you coming over. <laughs> and I had, I had slathered myself up and I was like thinking I was getting ready to leave or something. I don't know, I just kind of like my mind. And then my wife's like, wow, you smell so good. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's my, it's my new scent. I took a shower. Folks, this is your cleanliness tip, tip for the day. Take a, a hot shower and put on some Yavis St. Laurent and you'll smell good like me. Pe people ask me all the time. They're like, are you the best smelling man in the world, Wolf? And I'm like, I don't know. 
probably. But I don't I don't like to say it because I'm so humble, you know. Why well, gotta give me one of those? <laughs> you gotta get some of that. Give me whatever those whatever that cologne is. It's hard being so humble though, you know. I don't like to talk about my you know things that I'm good at. You know, I just don't like to sit there and brag. Oh yeah, I smelling you. good and you know. <laughs> Anyways, folks, we're just we're just playing. Everybody's called me out on that. You know, you talk about how tough you are. Well, that's mostly what I've done in my life is just be that way. And I'm sorry that that's you know I'm trying to demilitarize. Sal understands how hard that can be. Oh yeah, there's just some things yeah. that's so hard to let go of. It's, yeah, you know. I want to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes. A lot of of you guys sent me birthday wishes. A few of you people actually sent me gifts that were really nice. Um, I'm lying. I didn't get any gifts. Actually, I only got a friend of mine gave me a soap on a rope. I think he's telling me that you know <laughs> he's trying to give you something. Yeah, that was pretty much the only gift yeah, I got. But my brother threw me a birthday party and a, a surprise party actually. And we they were like, "Hey, let's go to the bar." And I'm like, "Not really. I'm tired." And they're like, "Come on, let's go to the bar." And I'm like, "I don't really want to go." And they're like, "Well, you should go." And I'm going like, "Okay, something weird's going on." So then I get there and everybody's there, um, with the exception of like you and Chief. My two carnales who were not there. Chief had some excuse like he's working out of town or something. Some, balone, <laughs> some baloney. And then you're like, oh, I just got out of the hospital or whatever. So <laughs> I was like, whatever. I mean, you got to get your priorities straight, dude. That's all I know. Well, I know but, what got me in the hospital. <laughs> um, I know what got me in there. I had a I had a You had to go to a water park that you didn't want to go to. Yeah, I got stressed out. <laughs> and I was already infected with some kind of bacteria and all that culminated and gave me an ammonia and I was stuck in the hospital wow. for three days. Dude, being in the hospital sucks. Oh, I remember when you man. came to see me when I was in the hospital. Yeah. And it was just, I wanted to get out so bad, but I couldn't because there's this blood pressure just kept going nuts. You know, you know I was dealing with, with uh, 103, 103 temperature spiking up and down. Weird dreams. <laughs> oh, no. Not weird dreams. Hallucinations. Hallucinations, yeah. It was bad. But you know, sometimes, though, like like when I had the, that weird, when I had that food poisoning uh, yeah. a few months back, I, I thought you had come into my room. And I was like, honey, where's Armando? Did he come in? She's like, what? I was like, I thought Armando had come into the room. And like you were dressed up like in fatigues and you had your rucksack. And I was like, why is he sitting in my room with that bag? And she was like, what? <laughs> Armando's not in here. And I'm like, oh, thank wow. goodness. And then, and then my fever subsided. I felt better. <laughs> knowing that you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, just there kidding with you, man. I'm just messing with you. But no, I did dream. It was weird. So we got some stuff on the docket today. All right. You know, what do we, I mean, there's so much to talk about, you know, because paranormal is just so wide, you know, yeah. and, and, and far reaching. And vast. So what is it we're going to, you know, because I know you've been wanting to. Well, we got, we got something. I'll tell you. I'll tell you All what right. we, we got the hag. Ghost pets, angels, demons, haunted objects, ghost vehicles, witches, missing time, alien abductions, immortal people, uh, werewolves. None of that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> those, None a of lot that. of those are going to come up in future We're going to talk about zombies. Yeah. Now that one I've been wanting to uh, you know, sit down and talk about because zombies, when you look at it historically, all that came about in, mainly in Haiti. It has its origins in Africa, West Africa, mm -hmm. because in West Africa, prior to the slave trade and all this other stuff to, you know, to the Americas, they had earth-based religions. religions. And so a lot of the earth-based religions were kidnapped, <laughs> you know, with the, with the people. So by the, and a lot of the, the black slaves that were 
um, traded and, of course, dropped off in the West Indies and all those islands, primarily Haiti, well, a lot of that stuff transformed. And, and around the 17 to 1800s is when the whole idea of zombies really kicked off, or, and mainly in Haiti, of course, because the whole voodoo religion, you know, and all this other stuff, they had, they had all that going on. A lot of it, according to all the stuff that I read, had to do with uh, the thing with zombie being an old Congo uh, word around from the, around the Congo area basically means soul, mm-hmm. you know, the word zombie and everything went from there. It was folklorish. And of course, when it got to Haiti and they were enslaved and conditions were bad, well, you know, the whole thing with zombie in Africa in popularized or glamorized uh, terminology of, of about 80 years ago, you know, they call them witch doctors, but the actual word they call them is bokor. And bokors within the voodoo religion, there's some that work for good, there's some that work for bad. And a bad one will try to capture your soul. And in essence, when your soul is captured in that religion, that's how you get a zombie. Mm -hmm. And you're nothing more than a slave. And that's what it's been basically put across up until recently. You remember that old movie, Serpent in the Rainbow? Yeah, I do. It sucked. It was... was I'm just kidding. I, ba- I vaguely remember it. Yeah. Well, it, it covered, it had a lot to do with, you know, people getting zombified by these quote unquote witch doctors, AK or proper terminology, bokors, capturing the souls. And then and a lot of that had to do, had a lot of good information pointing back to the origins of what a zombie is. And then, of course, now you look at what television and, and, and you know, pop culture's done to zombies. It's uh, the only thing I guess you could say the two things have in common is that the zombies are not in control of themselves. They're not their own acting agents. And of course, the modern day zombie movies and all this stuff, because it started really with George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, and it's gotten popularized with The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's made it explode. See, you know, what's crazy, though, is like I got some stories. I got some stories about and and you can decide you people at home can decide if you believe these are zombies or what, because I don't know what they are. Yeah. But I got some stories and and I've, I've had these for a while, some of them, and then I got one recently, but... I've had my own experience with zombies. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. They weren't um, George Romero's zombies. Yeah, they weren't the brains, Walking Dead. No, eating brains. That kind they of were. Thing. They were created by drugs. And and I'll, and I have my aunt, my nephew Anthony, who's usually doing the sound with us. He's going to talk a little bit about that too because he knows about that. So we're, when we get involved with that, we're going to talk about because it happened to me, Zane, Scorpion, Anthony, because we all worked in in an area back when they were. Yeah, and so we'll we'll get into that later on. But do you want me to get into these stories, or do oh, you want to? Yeah. Are you done talking about the history? Yeah, well, as far as the history, like I said, the history and where it came from compared to what zombie or how zombies are portrayed today in pop culture, they're they're two totally different things. Folks should really get in there and read up on on where the zombie, you know, the whole thing with the zombie originated, and how it pertains to mainly Haitian culture. Yeah, I know a story of a guy that that was, he was supposedly, there's a drug that they can give you, and it stops your bodily functions. Yeah, and that's a lot and of that's they, covered in The Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah, where well, it was there, from the there, was, there was from a story, yeah, there's a story that I had read, uh, I can't remember the source, uh, might have been Fate Magazine or something like that. I read this story, though, but this guy had thought he was dead. And then when he came back, a witch doctor who just basically poisoned him, mm-hmm. 
and had we had went to the grave and got him out because they didn't they didn't bury their people six foot deep like we do right you know and just put them in a wooden coffin two feet in the ground so he dug him out and and woke him up when so when he woke up he told him i'm in charge of you you know your soul yeah. belongs to me and you have to work for me and then you'll get your soul back so this guy was like you know he was, he was, ign- he was ignorant he was con- yeah and he was convinced. so he believed it so they the, his sister like five years later, saw him working in a sugarcane field. Yeah, and yeah. then and then she was like, they had to convince him that he his soul was intact. He was not a zombie. Correct. And apparently that was common. That stuff would happen. And I was reading about it. And this happened back in like you know the eight, the the nineteen forties. Yeah. But it was crazy, you know. So, anyways, we're gonna get into some other stories, some other zombies. Um, and you can be people like I said can decide if you think these are zombies. Okay, I know I got a couple nephews that could probably pass the zombies half the time. They're just <laughs> playing video games with their mouth open, you know. <laughs> Tony, Zane. Anyways, yeah, you're like, hey man, what are you doing? Uh, thank you. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm, I'm about to hit the next level. I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right, so brother, hey, lay it on us, man. Let's let's hear them. Okay, well. I guess I'll start with a pretty crazy one. I had a guy that, that's a, he's a friend of ours from the, from the club. And I, I've not talked to him about getting his name or anything. I've been so busy. I, sh- I was going to do that, but it's not really important. But it, anyways, he was leaving rainy street. Um, rainy street is an area. I know D uh, my brother's over here. You used to work off of rainy street, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the name of the bar you re- you worked at, but anyway, rainy street, he him and his girlfriend were leaving that a bar over there. And they were they were walking down an alley, going to, to cut through an alley to go to their to their vehicle. And Rainy Street, folks, is another area of downtown. You have the warehouse district, you have Sixth Street, you have what they call Dirty Six, and you have West Six. You have Seventh Street, then you have Fifth Street, then you have the warehouse district. You have Congress, and you have Rainy Street. So you have all these different areas. Then you had Red River. Those are the, I think that's pretty much the main areas of downtown. Mm-hmm. They're categorized by that. So if you're going to an area, people ask you where you're going. Well, you say, well, I'm going to, you know, Red River. There's an area called Red River. Then there's an area called West Sixth, which is a little more upscale. And then there's mm-hmm. the, the Dirty Sixth, which is on the east. And then you got the Main Sixth, which is where I worked. And then you have Rainy Street. And then you have um, the Warehouse District, which was the older upscale. And then you had Congress. So you have all these different areas. Well, Rainy Street was a fairly new area at that time, and it was just kind of it kind of just popped up. And so there were a lot of little uh, residential areas, and there were alleys and stuff. So you had residential areas right there around where those bars were, because I believe most of those houses had been converted. Um, if I'm not mistaken, weren't they all houses, Diablo? They were, yeah, and, and they just turned them into like bars. Because I remember the bar you worked at was like oh, a big yeah. house. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you just area. figured it out. Yeah, well, yeah join. No. Thanks for joining the party, buddy. <laughs> I don't hang, you know, I don't hang out downtown very much. <laughs> but anyways, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, it's good for your health to go out and drink every night and hang out. Dude. You should <laughs> get know. started with that. Yeah, and yeah. only with straight whiskey, right? Hey, man, I don't have much gear here. I found a couple in my head, and I th- I was telling my wife, you know what? All the, the drinking and partying and stuff I did, it's paid off. <laughs> there you go. No, seriously. But now, Rainy Street, it, there was a lot of residential areas, and the reason that's important is because there's a lot of little places for people to hide and in and, and, and the alleys, and there was a couple muggings and some things that went on down there. So the police presence got a little more beefed up because for a while there, it was just kind of like a cool place. People There, there, were, there wasn't really a, a heavy police presence. There wasn't nothing going on. But Austin has a big homeless population, 
a very big homeless and population. Growing. And growing. And so th- there were some some things that went on. People got attacked, robbed, whatever. Well, my friend, he swears that him and his, his uh, fiance uh, at the time, now they're married, that they were walking down one of these alleys and they saw a person hunched over. At first, they thought it was like a lump of blankets. But as they walked closer, they saw that it was a man hunched over another man. And they could see the the one that was laying flat on his back and had the guy on top of him, like hunched over him. His legs were shaking. And and they were like, whoa, what the heck is going on, you know? And the guy was making a grunting noise, the guy that was on top of the guy. And so as they got closer, they they, they looked, and I guess one of them kind of kicked a rock or something, and the, the, the guy that was on top heard him. And he turned around and looked at him. They said he was he was a a, a black man, but it was like un, unnatural. Like he didn't look like a normal African American man. He was like black, and but he but it was weird. They said that that he had like uh, the hair, you know, like an African American. But 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 his features, they said they were just it was really he was really weird looking. Like and the way they described it was like when he turned around, his eyes were completely red. Okay. Whoa. And he had these weird little small jaggedy looking teeth and that he was apparently chewing on this other guy. Yeah. And that's a story that we we were told, me and several of us were told by this friend of ours. And so his girlfriend began to panic and run the opposite way to the from the car. And so he he grabbed her and they he turned her around and they ran down the alley, you know pretty crazy. And so he he grabbed her and said, No, let's go this way. And the guy got up. And according to, I'm not going to say her name, sorry. According to her and, and him, that the dude started to crawl toward them, like on all fours. And he was moving fast. That's and so weird. they ran and then they got to the to the car and then they fumbled for the phone and they called the police, called it in. And they never did find out what happened or what. Yeah, that's a crazy story. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that was, but it's very weird. You know how I was talking about pulling threads? The reason I told that story is because that would have just been filed away in the weird, I don't know what it is story. Yeah. You could say vampire. I don't know what that is. Zombie. Um, they said that he was making like a hissing, gurgling noise or growling noise. Wow. And that the guy that was laying there appeared to be homeless looking man or whatever, had his throat was gone, you know. So I don't know what that is. I don't know what that was, but there was a guy that used to work with us uh, years ago at the club, and he told me a really weird story, very similar to that. So anyways, this guy, he told us a story that when he was a little kid, they lived out on a farm in, uh, no, I was, uh, I want to say Minnesota, but I'm not for sure if that's correct. Anyways, he was from the north, and and I, and I didn't talk to him a whole lot, but I just remember this guy. He was a uh, he worked our door for a little bit with uh, with Squid, and I know that he he told us a crazy story that one time when he was a little kid, that he had w- had seen like out in the field there was like a pasture or field or whatever. He saw a man staggering around out in the the field, and like he had binoculars. You know, he's a little kid or whatever. Right. And he looked out the binoculars and that the man had blood around his mouth and he had these weird looking teeth and his eyes were red. That's crazy. And he ran to go tell his dad, hey, there's some guy stumbling around in the in the field. And his dad came and the guy was gone. Wow. That's and he nuts. said he'll always remember that. And it looked like he'd been chewing on something. 
So that that was weird. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know if this was. I mean, could it be Skinwalker? But you know, they said that this guy, my my friends and his my friend and his wife, they said that the guy looked like a normal guy, other than he he his eyes were you know, and then he had the weird looking teeth and the blood all over his face. Obviously, chewing on somebody. That's not you know. Now I would think that that because that might tie into what me and Anthony are going to talk about later because it was not but it wasn't around that same time so I don't know and the teeth and the red eyes that's weird you know I don't know what to make of that I mean what do you think you know I'm thinking the teeth the the weird teeth like you said jaggedy weird and then of course red eyes definitely acting like a zombie chewing on people and and this is in the classic sense of what people of how people understand zombies today not in the the historical classic sense but just how people understand them right now walking dead all those type shows in that sense it is you know chewing on somebody but the red eyes and the and the teeth i'm thinking shapeshifter maybe yeah i don't know what you know cuz that I mean, what else would feed on human flesh well, like I that? Well, I mean, you know? if you get, if you take certain substances. Yeah, that too. Now, you I was might thinking get drugs. really red eyes and you might get really hungry. That's true. You know? Well, now there was that guy in Florida <laughs> with the bath salts. Remember that? Yeah. But, well, that, that's what I was thinking but too. That guy, you know? But that guy looked normal though. Yeah, when he took the normal. picture of him, he looked and normal. I, and he I just... asked my friend too. I was like, are you, this, this, I mean, he was very adamant that that's what he saw. Wow. Like he said, no, dude, it was not a normal human being. And you know, what do you? I mean, who knows? Shapeshifter, dude? just like just like when <laughs> you had that episode with that guy with that that tall, lanky guy said was pretty strong. He was reptilian. The eyes changing. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we talked I mean, about I didn't the previous episode. The eyes change, but I mean, right. like, yeah, everybody did. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But they weren't so, red. No, no, not red. But I mean, the fact it's it's you know shape shifting is what I'm getting. Yeah, at. okay. You know that that kind of thing is just. It sounds kind of like Thirty Days of Night or something. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Did they have red eyes in that movie? I don't. know. I think they did. I saw the the first movie was good. The second one, not so much. But I don't remember the second one. I don't. I, I remember the first one though. But yeah. anyway, that was a vampire movie. Though, wasn't yeah, it, it was a vampire movie. Okay. But it's really strange though, just chewing on people and. And then, of course, yeah, <laughs> so I got another thing for you. Yeah, I got another yeah. thing for you. So that that was a, a pretty crazy story. But there there was another one. There's two. There's two more really weird ones. Uh, some friends of mine um, told me another crazy story. A, a guy and his wife. They were. He was a truck driver, and they were in the, in a swampy area in Florida. And they uh, had a blowout, whatever. So they pulled over. And this is what's crazy. Like, you hear these truckers, you know, it'd be horrible to, like, I hear all these stories about truckers pulling over and then something weird happens in the middle of nowhere or go or to go to sleep. They'll pull yeah. over to go to sleep, you know? So anyways, they they, they, they had a, a tr- vehicle vehicular trouble. And there was a swamp right there next to where they were at. And so they they pulled over and they encountered something really weird. Now... He got out to check, you know, to see what, because it was, um, um, you know, the, a blowout, whatever. And so he got out and was messing around and she starts screaming, oh, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and from the cab. Yeah. Oh, and wow. so he's like, what? You know, and then she, she won't even get out of the vehicle. She's pointing toward the swamp. Well, he looks and he sees, he couldn't tell whether it was a male or a female. Right. But he heard the sloshing of, of shallow water and something was walking toward the truck. Now, he said that he got he shined his flashlight on it and and it wasn't translucent or anything like that but he said that it it had really pale skin and that it had like a weird like you like it was rotting on one side of its face 
And like you said, he couldn't really tell whether it was male or female because it was kind of at a distance. But then mm-hmm. he said it started moving faster and coming toward him. And he said he just froze. He just stood there frozen looking at it. And he had a pistol. He had it with him. And he said that as it got to the 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 land, you right. know, out of the swamp, mm-hmm. it began to walk up the hill toward where he was at. He pointed the gun at it and told it to back off. And it didn't. It just kept moving. And it came cl- faster. It came closer to him. And he shot. And he said that when he did, it just, like, evaporated. Oh, that's crazy. So I, I don't know what that is either. You know, I was, you know, I've talking to that stuff, told you, Anthony, that story. You know, my wife, I was like, what do y'all think of that? That's, that's crazy. I, I don't know what that is. You know, you could speculate all day, but he said that it looked like a zombie, like literally, the, like the, the, it was like this hollowed out eyes. As he got, it got closer, he could see. He said he thought it was a woman, but he couldn't tell for sure. Well, you know, here's, here's an interesting thought I've had because we mentioned shapeshifters, you know, just a little bit ago. And when you think about pop culture and what is popular as far as scary, these shapeshifters, if they're tuned in to what pop culture people, people's fears are, and these shapeshifters potentially could manifest into the fear, i.e. like the Slender Man. People talk about seeing the Slender Man. Man is a. Uh, it was an internet phenomenon that was, a, as the kids say these days, a creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. Somebody yeah. made it up, right? Yeah. But then people started seeing it, right? And kind of so, like the rake. Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, the rake. I agree. That's another one that 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 for many people, it has always been a um, skinwalker or a windigo. But now they call it a rake, and then it's it's taken on this form. But when you think about what shapeshifters are able to do, is you know, in it, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to think that people's fears and 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 the the uh, scary creatures that they dream up today. Well, why wouldn't a shapeshifter be able to shapeshift into their scary, yeah. you know, their scary uh, monster that they have in their mind? So. Except for Kukui, because well, this... like, that's a catch-all. Yeah, that's a catch-all. What's crazy though is like his wife saw the same thing he did, but she was not outside of the cab. She was right. smart and stayed inside. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, I think the scariest—the not the scariest, but just the most just mind-blowing aspect of this whole story is, is when he fired it, just poof. Yeah, it just evaporated. Yeah, and he did. He did say something else, which was kind of weird. I asked him about this, you know, point blank. Uh, sometimes when paranormal things happen, you see like a a glow or, or anything. And I asked him if there was an aura or a glow or everything about it. Cause I always ask people mm-hmm. and he said that he remembers seeing sort of a green mist when it, when it evaporated. So I don't know what that is. I have no idea. And, and I know, smells. I know this guy personally, he's not like my best, not right. like one of my best friends, but he's a friend of mine's mm-hmm. like cousin. So right. he's related to a good friend of mine. And I talked to him face to face we were kind of having a little get together one night at my friend's house and he was there and, and we were all in the backyard and he told me that story. He's like, Hey, this guy collects stories. So he told me, but what's crazy though, he swears that that happened. I didn't actually talk to his wife. They are not together anymore, but I did talk to him and he told me, you know, it was crazy. I mean, you know, and he said that he always carried a gun and so he shot at it and he wasn't, you know, one to, to shoot like, you know, just indiscriminately. Yeah. And so once it got closer and he thought, oh my gosh, and then he started to, to, to kind of, you know, walk away, you know, to, to walk, to move backwards. I guess the way he was showing me was physically moving backwards and he shot and then it just evaporated. Wow. That's nuts, man. 
So yeah, I, don't, I don't know what to make of that. But it, here, here's another thing. You know Loki. Yeah. Okay. I just talked to him yesterday. God and he, of mischief. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> our friend. But but he he told me a story. Um, he This is crazy. I just got this yesterday. When we were talking, I told him about the, you know, the show, whatever. And we, he, he told me that he set up a, a game cam. Oh, that's interesting. Out there near Seguin. Okay. And he said yeah. that it's a good, you know, 15 miles out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I said, anything anything weird come up on it? And he goes, well, I was going to tell you. He goes, a naked guy just walked in front of it. And he's just like, you just see him walking. He says his eyes looked really weird. So I'm going to try and get that and see if I can look at it, you know, and see what what, what is it talking about with the eyes. Definitely. You know, and he said that he just like walked you know, in front of the game cam. And he says, you know, it's kind of hard with those cameras. You can't always tell the eyes because the eyes look weird anyway. But he goes, but they, they just looked really bizarre. And the dude kind of looked at the camera and just kept walking. He and, was and, buck naked. Yeah. And, and I didn't understand, like, why, like, what would a guy be doing walking around 15 miles out in the middle of nowhere? It's on a deer lease. Buck naked. Yeah. That's, that's strange. That's strange. I mean, you had to find out who's on the lease, and and if you got anybody making stupid bets, you ain't got a hair on your your why, tail. Well, why would you, you walk around exactly. fifteen miles in the middle of nowhere by yourself? It doesn't but make any it sense. On top of that. Well, that that area, like like <laughs> like like Loke said that he's been out there, you know, all over that he didn't see anybody. Right, there's nobody out there. Like, so who is that? Now here here's what this ties into. Uh, I think back in, it was 2012, I believe Anthony and me. And, and and a couple of the other guys were, were working at a place called At Home. They were they were opening it. It's a chain, mm-hmm. like, a, like a home furnishings chain. Right. And we had a contract with them, and we opened a few of them with them. And so they were opening one over there in your neck of the woods over there in Cedar Park. Mm-hmm. And so that one, we, we were working like 24-hour coverage because we had some guy that had made a threat, you know, because he, 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 he quit. So then we ended up having five security guards 24 hours a day for like two weeks. So it was, it was just, it was just balls to the wall working. And so I had to go out there and work. And so I was there one night and I said, I'm going to go grab some food. So, uh, Scorp was working in Georgetown. So I I wanted to go and I was going to get, you know, drop him something off too, because he was doing another account, which was a 24 hour account. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he was having to work a 24-hour shift, so I had to dri- drive out there to the edge of Georgetown <clears throat> to bring him something to eat. Well, that, I don't know what what, uh, what road that is, but it's not far from that, that church. That, oh, the, the, the werewolf yeah. church? Yeah. yeah it, it, if you take another road out there, it's it's going that way. So I'll get, you know, it's kind of creepy. I'm out there by myself, you know, and I'm driving, and it's, it's a, I don't know what, they may be you know, 18 miles or something like that. Yeah. So I'm driving down that, that highway and it's pretty desolate. You know, it's just a two lane road and there's, there's nobody out there. Now, now folks, this is crazy. It was two 30 in the morning. Okay. And I told the guards in, in Cedar Park, I said, I'll be back. I'm going to go take this food to uh, the Scorp out there at Colson. So I'm driving down that, that, that highway. And you know, if you take that road between Leander and, and Georgetown, there's nothing. No. And there's not even houses a lot, and there's like there's like a, whoever they own a lot of land out there. It's pasture. Mm-hmm. It's just barbed wire fences on both sides. Very rural, and like I said, there ain't no houses. Yeah, the development so, is 
That's sparse. Yeah, it's, sparse, it's, it's yeah. getting there now toward the Georgetown side. Mm-hmm. But when you turn off by that by Leander to go, there's like a tractor store, and then it's like the last signs of civilization until you get to to the Georgetown, Georgetown side. Yeah, so you're getting in there. So you're driving. I'm driving down the highway, and I'm like messing with the the radio, the XM, whatever, just trying to you know. And I look up, and and it wasn't like right out in front of me. It wasn't that dramatic, but I see this guy. Okay, and like run like in a, in the distance, you know, kind of like maybe you know I don't know how many yards because I was closing in pretty. I was driving pretty fast, and I see this guy like and he was a a white male and he was nude, and he ran across the road. And uh, Anthony, you remember I told you that when we, when we came back, I said, dude, I saw a freaking weird. It was weird, and so and it <clears throat> there was no houses around there. It's just ranch land. That's all it is. Just ranch land. Any bodies of water around there? Not that I know of, unless they're tanks, you know, somebody has a pond tank, whatever. And so this guy was, he just ran across the road and, and he was probably about six foot tall, uh, slightly built from what I could tell. I mean, he didn't look any, like he's super muscular or anything. Right. Um, from what I saw, he had like dark hair. He didn't turn his head to the side, but he was just a man and he was obviously naked. And he ran across the road and he jumped over the barbed wire fence. Like he jumped it. And like when I was crossing his path, you know, his path, his trail, whatever, mm-hmm. I, I saw him. He had jumped over the barbed wire fence and was running into the pasture. Uh, it was a man. And I, I just was like, what the heck is that? What was that? Like, what is this guy doing running around naked in the middle of the night at 2.30 in the morning, you know, in a, in a pasture? You know, that's really interesting. In the dark with yeah. no... I mean, it's just weird. Like, you know, that is so weird. I don't know what that, who, what, I mean, it just makes me, I don't know. Anyway, I just, that was, I remember it was October, 2012. I remember that. Especially that time of year, because you can't tell. Uh, And it was getting chilly. Yeah. Like it it was late October, like maybe a week before Halloween. Yeah. And I just remember it was like a little bit chilly, you know, I had the window down, you know, because I like, I liked the crisp, cold, crisp air, but. Um, I rolled the window up after that. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> don't know what this guy was up to or what kind of stuff he was on. And I just kept going. And then, you know. It uh, brings a lot of questions to mind because, you know, we mentioned Shapeshift earlier. And, of course, you know, this is all about zombies. And, of course, the way zombies are now portrayed in pop culture and everything else, shapeshifters could easily shapeshift into, manifest into uh, zombies. You know, the other thing I was thinking about is I remembered that story you said in a previous episode about the guy that you knew that was working the docks and they saw that one individual that was looked like a creature come out and then he started shimmering and all the hair yeah, came off. Yeah, and, and the hair head. fell off of him. Yeah, and then the, all you had was a naked guy and he walked up into the wood, in the wood line. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, it's... Could it potentially be something like that? Who knows? I mean, it's... I, I, you know, I, I just kept going, and I, <laughs> yeah. I stepped on it a little faster. Well, even if way. he was just a totally normally guy, I wouldn't have stopped. You're buck naked out in the middle of the boonies. What am I going to do? Sir, can I offer you assistance? <laughs> um, do you, would you like some clothes? Because I don't have any. You know. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I just... I don't, what would you do? I mean, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to talk to them? I'm not the Salvation Army. I don't, <laughs> you know... I would, that would just blow my mind because you're out in the boonies, you're buck naked. Okay. Those two things just don't fit. Don't fit. Well, look yeah. what, 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 what I just was told yesterday about the game cam. And I didn't tell that story to look for him to tell me that. Right. So it's really weird. I don't, I don't know what that is. It sounds um, like one of those instances you just talked about. Like, what is it? What is it? I mean, cause again, 
where Loki had that game cam. Loki has a game cam out in the boonies. I guess I could have offered him a sock. <laughs> yeah. I could be like, sir, would you, you know... Who was it that did the sock? Was that Red Hot Chili Peppers? Or? I think it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Or, they had the or, was, socks. It, or was it Steve-O from Jackass? <laughs> I don't know about that guy, but I'm just talking about the... Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know what to do. I, I just... I just, There's nothing you can do. I just... I thought about it when I got to post with Scorp. I said, hey, I told him, you know, and he goes, dude, there's a lot of weird stuff out here. But he was telling me about weird noises he was hearing because that place was surrounded by woods. And uh, he was telling me about it. And um, I just told we'd seen so many weird things on posts, you know. So I was just like, I don't know what that was. I mean, it was just, you know, and he, I said, should we call the police and tell them there's a guy running? But I guess that would be the sheriff's department. So, yeah, there, yeah. you know, the scorp was like, well, I mean, he's, you know, I guess he could be trespassing, but what are they going to do? Go try to go out into yeah. the, uh, <laughs> are they going to try to catch him or something? You know, I I think the police would have some reservation. We're going to go catch this naked, naked guy, guy running out around in the, the field. Pasture. Let's <laughs> yeah. see if we can contact the rancher who owns all this land. Oh man, yeah, that so. that you know that's that's just it's nuts. Okay, so just to close this off, close this off. Yeah, <laughs> he needed <laughs> to close pump. it off. Yeah, <laughs> you like that pun, didn't Speaking you? Speaking of nuts, anyways, <laughs> folks, don't pick up strange naked man out in the boonies somewhere. That just I'll leave you with that. Okay, I didn't even. <laughs> contemplate picking him up i just no. saw him and was like hey, see hey, you later some people may say I i'll stop and pick him up hey remember what simon said about saws a portal him. remember what times simon said about a portal walking through a portal he'd, he'd go right through it following that bigfoot in a portal yeah, but he's remember? not gonna follow a naked man through well a no portal. no some I people may <laughs> some people may try to stop and help him who knows but anyways with that being said what else you got for us brother well, there, this is a really creepy story. This is a truck driver, too, a big truck driver. He sent me this story recently. And um, he was driving through uh, – now, I had to go back and look for the state. And, he, and, and I found it was, it was an area near Flagstaff in Arizona. Wow. And there's a lot of woods around there. A lot of people think that Arizona is just one big desert, just like they do with Texas. But the area around the Grand Canyon and Flagstaff was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's very mountainous. And I guess this guy had pulled over to go to sleep. Right. And he was like, uh, there's some woods. There are a lot of woods. Yeah, there's a lot of woods. It's, it's very wooded up in that yeah, area. Yeah, very piney, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so he uh, he had pulled over onto one of these rest stops or whatever, rest areas or whatever, and he had pulled over to go to sleep. And he was the only one there. And so he said that while he was driving, like I guess he had already dropped the, the load of the truck, whatever. And he was so he was just up in his truck. And he was driving, and um, for whatever reason, he decided to, to, he couldn't drive anymore or whatever. He was sleepy. He need, he was supposed to meet somebody, too. They were supposed to come and meet him or something. So he was going to wait, and he decided he was just going to just have them come there. And while he's getting ready to go to sleep, this he said it looked like a woman. She came out of the woods, and he was sitting in his truck. He had pulled over, and he, was, he had been talking to somebody on the radio or whatever to, to meet him. And he said they were about an hour and a half out. So he told them where, where he was at and that he was going to wait. And um, I guess they were going to bring him something. I, I don't remember. He didn't, like, specify what that was. But he had to stay there for at least an hour and a half. So he figured, why not just wait there, take a nap, you know. And it was kind of a desolate area. And this woman comes out of the woods. And he said that she walked right up to his truck, to the front of the truck. And she looked disheveled. Mm -hmm. And then as she got closer to the truck, he started to realize that it was more than just her being disheveled. He said the one thing that he noticed in particular was her left arm 
was like there was a bone sticking out of it. Like she had broken her arm. Right. And she was wearing a very tattered dress and her face looked like it had holes in it. This is what he told me. Or, or he, he wrote me. And he said that she looked very gaunt. And that when she walked up to the truck, she began to like walk up to the truck, to the front of the truck. And he said this was a big Peterbilt truck. And that she was bumping into it like she was walking, just kept walking into it. And so he turned his lights on and then she like went toward the light, like the headlight or whatever, and started like standing in front of it, looking at it, staring at it. And here's there again, he said that her eyes were almost an orangey color, like a, like bloodshot, but they, they were glowing like almost orange. Oh, man. Because he, he did say that it was bloodshot, almost orange looking. So I don't know what that means. I guess that's, you know. But here's the weird part. He decides that, you know, she's not a threat, you know. <laughs> so he decides, you know, I'm just going to ignore her. Maybe she'll go away. You know, he he doesn't know what to make of her. He just thinks she looks like uh, a person that might need help or like whatever. a homeless person. Maybe. Yeah, like a homeless person. And he was like, you know, I, I saw this bone sticking out of her arm. He goes, and I thought maybe she was hurt or whatever. But he was too scared to get out and actually render assistance. Right. He's like, I didn't know what to make of it. So I just kind of sat there looking at her. So he calls the uh, sheriff's department to deal with it, mm -hmm. you know, and decides that he's just going to wait in his cab area. Right. So he goes into the cab area and closes the curtain and just lays there waiting for the sheriff's department to show up. Then he hears bang, 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 bang. And like he could hear somebody banging on the hood of his truck. So these trucks are pretty high up. Yeah, 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 they're pretty high. So he opens the curtain and she's on the hood of the truck and she's slapping the glass with her hand. And at that point, he does notice that it is a bone. He's like, at that point, it was 100%. It was a bone sticking out of her. Arm. And one of her eyes was turned like sideways and it looked like a dead person. He oh, said man. she literally looked like a dead person. Like if somebody had crawled out of their grave. Oh, man. And he said that you there was even like a hole on the side of her cheek that you could see all the way through it. Like it was like, and he said it looked almost like a gunshot. Like somebody had shot somebody. Wow. It was, it was just, it was just so, the story was just so bizarre. Like I don't even know what to make of it, dude. It was just, you know, and so I, I messaged this guy back and forth and asked him a few more details. And I said, now the eyes, I was like, you said orangey, but he said bloodshot. But in the, in the light, they kind of reflected it almost orange, like it was yellow and, and red mixed. Wow. That's that's really freaky. Yeah. And the girl, he said that her hair was like she it was like she had splotches of hair that were missing. Mm -hmm. And he said, if you literally just took somebody that crawled out of their grave. And I asked him this. I said, why did you stay there when she was standing in front of the truck? He's like, well, I called the police. I figured it wasn't a big deal. She was a small female Tiny little thing, yeah. and he goes and i wasn't gonna get out of the truck because i didn't then what kind of drugs this person could be on you know and he goes and i was exhausted i was about to just fall out my eyelids were closing and he said that as soon as he sat in the in the back waiting for the sheriff's department that's when she jumped up on the hood he's like i don't know how she you know he said he he heard a bang the, the initial bang which mm -hmm. he thinks was her jumping up onto the hood mm -hmm. and then her slapping the glass he heard the bap, 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 you know that's, and so that's weird yeah and it, that, that's a really crazy story and he said that you know when he opened the curtain she was just right there slapping at the glass like you know and her mouth was was open you know he said her mouth was open like her jaw wasn't on correctly right 
And that's pretty much all he said about that, that she was wearing a tattered dress. You know, the first thing that comes to mind to me is Skinwalker, because, you know, the the, the Navajo uh, reservation is all around that area, the mm -hmm. Four Corners area. Well, it was a white girl, according to him. Right. She said, he said she looked Caucasian. Wow. So that's But definitely. that's, I mean, what does that... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds know. the description, you know, I'm thinking living living dead for lack of better words, but <laughs> wow, that's just that's freaky. It makes you wonder. He saw this up close. He saw the bone popped yeah, out. Yeah, a up bone close. sticking out of her arm with no blood though. Just that's... Yeah, cuz I got a few details from the guy. We went back and forth and he was just like, "Look, look, that's that's all I can tell you." Cuz I just kept asking questions cuz I just so wanted to know like finally, what so finally well, what I, and, and then he said that he he just sat there, you know, mm -hmm. and and he got in his truck and was trying to start it. Mm -hmm. But she was on the hood and he didn't want to, you know, whatever Knock her off or something. Yeah. yeah, and so he just like got back into the uh cab area right. or whatever mm -hmm. and the sheriff's department showed up like maybe a couple minutes, you know, after she, after he had gotten back into the mm -hmm. cab and he came out and was telling, she said she couldn't have gone far. Wasn't very long. Sheriff's department comes, she's gone. Wow. And the, all they found was like the, some smeared residue on the windshield. That's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. And, and the police were baffled. They couldn't tell him anything like, like what they never found any no. trace of this, mm -mm. this, so that's that it happened really outside freaking. of Flagstaff. I don't know. That's what he told me. Well, I mean, that's one of those. Flagstaff is in that interesting location because it's it's kind of high up in the, you know in the mountains, northern Arizona, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of wooded area around there. A lot of people seem to think, like you said, it's flat. There's nothing you know going on. But no, it's mountainous. Terrain. It's mountainous. It's got a lot of trees. Close and, to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and it's also not too far away from the mysterious mountains in Arizona. Oh, okay. The mysterious mountains. I mean, the the local Arizonians. Arizonians so, so what? What do you think she? What you think she was a skinwalker? I mean, I would, I would. That would probably be probably be my first guess. But that just with all the other details, though, that kind of throws it out of the window. I mean, because normally, well, luckily, she was out of the window. <laughs> you know, that throws all that stuff out the window because who knows if she would have gotten into the cab, what she might have tried to do. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And, and but the. The thing that just throws that out the windows for skinwalkers, like, okay, well, how many Caucasians do you know that would be skinwalkers? Skinwalkers, exactly. Because yeah, you know? I asked that question, and uh, so so that throws it out. You know, I'm. What I if it was? What if it was an apparition that was manifesting itself? I, I don't know. There's a I lot of know. weird stuff, like I, like I just mentioned, the mysterious mountains. There's a lot of just weird stuff that goes on out there. So much. Uh, there, there's so much paranormal, odd stuff associated with the mysterious mountains. So, gosh, it could be, man, it could be a number of things. A shapeshifter, maybe? Well, here, I got another one for you. We'll mm -hmm. get right into this All next right. one. Um, th th this is one that happened to a childhood friend of mine um, when we were kids. And, and he told me this. He reiterated it to me not too long ago because mm -hmm. I, I reached out to him because he told me this when we were little. And it, it kind of freaked me out. So I just remembered the story. So what I did was I got I, I reached out to him and I said, hey, let me ask you a question. So anyway, he, he remembered it like it was yesterday. This happened when he was eight. And so I was I was a year younger than him. And he told me this story. Now, he works for a pretty big company. I don't want to say his name. But mm -hmm. um, he told me this story. He says, dude, when, when he was little, he was playing in his room. And they lived way out in the country. Um, this guy, li they lived way outside of Rockdale. Oh, wow. And it's way out there. Yeah, that's, that's very rural. There ain't nothing still. out there. Nothing. 
And so he said that they lived like five or six miles out of town. Now the town of Rockdale is very small anyway. So, yeah, it's not a big, there's nothing what there. What is it, maybe 2,000 people maybe? Now, because the power plant closed yeah. down, it's about 4,000 probably. Oh, wow. Maybe. But he said that, you know, he was there and they lived out in the country and he was playing and he heard something like uh, like movement outside of his window, like a like twig snapping, whatever. And so he went to go look to see what it was. I mean, that's not normal because, I mean, there's nothing out there. He's just, just you know, and he said it was in the summertime and his parents were asleep. And uh, I believe he just had a sister that was older. I think she, her sister might have been my sister's age. But anyway, he said he looked out the window and he sees this guy like with the, with his back turned outside of the window. And he was looking and he said that he kind of like bumped up against the glass. So this guy heard it. Right. And the guy turns around and he said when the guy turned around that that the guy's face looked like the, the flesh was falling off of it. Um, he said that you could see like the teeth, like the like part of the, the mouth mm -hmm. was like the lips were gone. Yeah. So you could see his teeth. And uh, he said that, that to this day he can't watch like these zombie movies or anything like that because it freaks him out. Because he saw that. Yeah, he saw himself. that. And he said that thing was just staring at him. He said, but it didn't have any eyes. Sockets. Wow. Yeah, just like eye sockets. And so he said, it said as it stared at him and then it started walking toward his window and he screamed and started freaking out and then his dad came in and was like what's going on boy you know whatever his dad was kind of a gruff dude ex-vietnam vet mm -hmm. and his dad started getting on to him and he's like there's something out the window and his dad looks out there doesn't see anything goes and grabs a gun goes outside walks around doesn't see anything said he, had, he just saw it one time never saw it again um doesn't know what it was and i didn't even we you know speculate and now, he tells me this story when me and another friend were over there spending the night, you know, <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, you're just trying to scare us, you know? Right. And so that was, that was weird. That was pretty, uh, you know. That's, you know, that's really odd because you can't say Bigfoot. You can't say Dogman, a.k.a. Werewolf. You can't say that. And the guy is giving you this description. <laughs> He's obviously he he, he remembers it too because when I brought it up to him a few months ago, he told me that right. same. Thing. He did not miss a beat. Yeah, he did say that that house had some weird stuff that would happen in it. Right, like when he was little, um, he told me this the other day, which I didn't know this, but he said that that the microwave would would go on and it would go ding in the middle of the night, you know. Oh, wow. And there were some other weird things like lights would come on and off. So and it his, could be a haunting. It could be related to a, to haunting. a haunting. Yeah, but but uh, he said that he heard that that noise from this guy, and when the guy turned and was looking at him, it just started walking toward him, and he could see he it was like a full bodied apparition if it oh, was, wow. and that the, the, the he could hear the footfall crunching, full three D everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, pretty crazy. Oh, so, anyways, th that that's all those stories. But he here's what happened to me. Uh, Anthony, you want to get on the mic? Uh, the Anthony was was with us working out there in this place, and he can vouch for this. Uh, it was on East Second Street at that, and there was a epidemic, I guess you want to call it at that time. What, you know a little bit more about the, what these this thing? Um, yeah, it was this synthetic drug. Um, the, they called it, uh, I think it was called like K2 or something like that, but, but people refer to it as a zombie drug or they just call it zombie. And um, 
it was real cheap and uh it came like in this little square uh like a packet or something foil mm-hmm. packet yeah and you could just go 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 down to the corner store and buy it and uh th- that place that we were working at uh east second it was uh an area where like a lot of homeless people were and so th- a lot of them would just go into the corner store there and they would buy that drug for real cheap and it, it was marketed as quote unquote incense, you know. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so so it was like some kind of legal loophole, which is which is why they could sell it. But uh, they would smoke that stuff, or however they would ingest it, and it, it would turn them into something that looked like it, it was like from a, a zombie movie. Yeah, like, he's yeah. not. He's, and I'm and I'm telling you right now, it was called pow or pow wow or something like that. The, uh, there were different kinds. Different names or whatever, but it was all the same thing. Really bad stuff. And, and I'll tell you what happened to me. This is around the time the bath salts thing was going on, like um, Florida, or was it the same time? I think it was after, no, after that. Yeah, oh, the, the, wow. this was a little bit after that because okay. it, because it kept changing incarnations, right? You know? Right. And so, <clears throat> what happened was we I was we were in the middle of this area where these people were taking it, mm-hmm. and we didn't know it until <laughs> you know. Uh, my nephew uh, Zane mm-hmm. actually punched a guy right. that came up, and Zane's a pretty big kid. He's Diablo's son, mm-hmm. and um, he was out there working. And he was—I think he was the first one that had an encounter with one of these zombies. He he said that this guy just just came up, and he was like, "You can't be on this property." And the guy just stared at him, and he was like, "You can't be on this property." And the guy just uh, rushed him, and it oh, was wow. on camera, like you know. It was on camera because he had to fight with this guy. So I had to go up there and look at the camera and I saw the fight and you could see him clearly telling this guy to get off the property. You can't be on this private property. And the guy just rushed him. And another thing would happen is if they were walking around on, on your property and you shined a flashlight at them, they would just come towards you. Really? Now this is what happened to me. I had two different run-ins with these, these people. I was standing by my truck one night and I was stretching, you know, because you're sitting there for a while, you get yeah, you get you stiff, know, stiff. So I'm out there stretching, whatever, kind of doing a little bit of calisthenics. I used to do a little working out, and uh, this guy was walking across my property and <clears throat> I shined a flashlight at him. It was real dark. One of the lights were out in that corner, and I'm like, "Sir, you can't be on this property." And he kind of grunts at me, and then he just starts wobbling toward me, and he just keeps coming, and I'm like, "Sir, you can't be on this property." He's not responding to anything I'm saying. He just keeps wobbling toward me. And then he, so I took, I turned the light off and then he kind of stopped. Yeah. The light was making him come toward me. And so he just stops and he stands there and he stares at me with his mouth open. And I noticed like, literally he was like drooling. And so I'm thinking, oh my gosh. So I, you know, I figured crack or something, but it, it, I think it was that drug so I called the police because he just stood there. He didn't get aggressive or do anything else. He just stood there. And so I'm like, all right. So I called the cops and then the cop showed up and he, the cop was the one that, that, that dropped, dropped the dime on what was going on. Really? And yeah. And so they, he got out and he called for backup and they, they grabbed the guy, you know, put before he even touched him, he had a backup come, mm-hmm. which I was like, why, why does he need a backup for this skinny dude? You know? And uh, I know that Zane had had that little issue with that guy, so mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was the same thing, but I wasn't for sure what was going on. Cop grabs him, you know, and he says, you got to be careful, dude. These people are on zombie. And I'm like, what is that? Well, you know, it's some drug that they're getting at these little convenience stores. It's legal right now, mm-hmm. and it's making them act. They call it zombie because they they shuffle around. He's like, and you wouldn't believe some of the insane things that they do. Well, 
uh, Anthony, you had a run in with one too. Um, I know that you had asked one to get off the property or something. He wouldn't go. Yeah, it was weird. Um, the way that the, that this drug made them walk, it wasn't like like a drunk person stagger. It 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 was literally like like a like a zombie walk mm-hmm. off the and, movies. Like yeah, the- yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah. It, it, I mean, if you didn't if you didn't know any better, you would think they were like an extra for a zombie movie yeah. or something. Wow. Because yeah. that's how they walked and that's how they grunted and and moaned. Um, that's why they called it zombie. Yeah, and like w- what was weird is that it's their crazy. their. Uh, it was like their pain tolerance would like would skyrocket, yes. like like they were on PCP or something. Wow! Mm-hmm. So Anthony had to get one off his property. Police had to come, you know, whatever. Well, here's what happened to me. <clears throat> Second time I had an encounter with one, it it became violent, mm-hmm. and I was going around a corner, and I heard a grunting, <laughs> and then he was like going like like talking to himself, yeah. you know. And so I, I'm like, oh, God. And so at that point, I was not in the mood. I was kind mm-hmm. of in a bad mood, which I get in these foul moods. Everybody knows I'm a loving teddy bear. But <laughs> I got in a really bad mood. That I was in a bad mood that night. And I just said, you need to get off my property. And I wasn't in the mood to confront the fight with this dude, you know. And so I said, all right, so I'm going to call the police. So I back up. He's There was a uh, air conditioning unit. And they had built like a brick what you would call it like a trellis looking thing or something remember how they have it yeah. was anthony and and you had to be like you had to really um you had to really like uh squeeze yourself in to try to get in there there was just like a little i don't even know how this guy got in there and he wasn't really skinny so i don't know how he did it but then he squeezed his body back out of it and i remember thinking like that guy must have really hurt himself getting in and out, you know? Yeah, he had to have, like, contorted himself or, or at least, like, forced his body in there that would in a way that would be really painful for the average person to do. Yeah. And so when he, when he was... I was on the phone with the police when he was coming out of it. And I said, okay, he's squeezing himself out of this brick, you know, area. And the police were like, okay, well, we got units in the area. We'll send them. And so he gets on all fours and lunges at me. While I'm on the phone with the police, and then I just hung up, and he grabbed a hold of my pant leg and was trying to bite me, and so I kicked him and like boom, kicked him, you know, and he flew back and just kept coming toward me, and he was bleeding like his arm was just real bloody, and it was right. he had a, a sweatshirt on, and there were bites like you could see like like he had chewed bite him biting on himself he had chewed it yeah he had chewed his own arm and he had chewed the sweatshirt and had bites on it whatever and so he he lunged at me again and so i popped him upside the head with a flashlight and it didn't do anything to this guy he just kept coming at me but he was crawling on all fours coming toward me and so i just kept backing up and backing up and and i finally i just kind of like got away from him you know far enough away from him that he you know and so he just kind of went off into the field and crawled toward a tree and was just laying there and so the police came and, oh. and they they grabbed him and and did what they they had to tase him and get him under control wow uh yeah it was pretty messed up man and then, and then i had a female officer that was there and and a, and then a female came up to her and was beaten was like slamming her head on onto her windshield not like um she didn't come up and was like bang 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 but was like kind of bobbing her head on it you know what i mean so i had told her i said you know if something happens just leave so she left and that happened to her right after the zane thing and we weren't sure what was going on yet at that point you know but 
Yeah, so so it just kept happening, and different guards had incidents with these people. So here's what happened. I went to the convenience store to use the bathroom, and there was a really cool guy that worked in there, and I knew him from downtown. It was this Arab guy that used to run it, and uh, he didn't own it, but he he worked there, That's and he'd let man. me use the bathroom, and, and they're not supposed to let anybody use the bathroom. They had no bathroom policies. Right, so I, no public bathroom. But right. he knew me, and right. so he said, yeah, you can use it, but I, I have to be careful. These these dang zombies, you know, they come in here, <laughs> but he used an expletive before yeah. that. He said, they come effing, in here, yeah, effing. these effing zombies, and they come in here and they do crazy thing, you know. And so I asked him after I used the bathroom, I said, what, what is going on? Like, what kind of stuff are you seeing? Because I told him a little bit about what was going on with us over mm -hmm. there at the account. And he says, this woman, she comes in, he goes, and she goes and she grabs a jug of milk and pours it on her head, like pours it over her head and, and covering like herself with it. it and then putting her head into the um, refrigeration area like she was hot. Oh, wow. And then when, when he tried to confront her, she started like lunging at him and knocked him over like a candy rack. Wow. And so then he he ran and locked himself in the back and she was beating on the door trying to get to him. The police come, they tase her, they grab her, whatever. And then he said another guy came in there and was trying, and he said that the little packets he showed me, they're like right there by the register. He goes, this stuff here, he goes, and the owner won't stop selling it, you know? So he said that, you, that he started taking them and putting them behind the counter Oh, okay. because he said that one day he sold one and this guy took it. Mm -hmm. And an hour later he came in there and was freaking out and had a steak knife, like a, you know, a steak yeah. knife and, and was stabbing himself in the arm with it. <laughs> wow. That is that. And that then I think eventually they stopped selling it. All and, together, yeah. yeah. And so, but that was a that was a pretty interesting little period there, and you'd be sitting in your vehicle, and you could see them in the distance, like staggering around, and you're just going like, I hope they don't come on my freaking property. Dad, go. So yeah, it was pretty it was pretty messed up, dude. You know, so. you sit there and you talked, and you. And one day I was like, you know, standing out out of my truck, and th there was a guy that just staggered down the street. You know, was staggering down the street. And I thought he was going to turn onto my property and I'm just going like, please don't come onto my property. And he didn't. And I was like, but I kicked like a rock or something like he heard my foot mm -hmm. and he turned and kind of looked over at me with that, you know, that, that dazed look yeah. and then kind of went toward me, you know, and then turned and veered off. And I'm going like, Oh, thank goodness. You know, <laughs> so I mean, it's, you know, it's crazy the, the drug, you know, and, and unfortunately in this situation, like you said, is drugs, but you know, and that segues us back, you know, like I said, originally at the beginning of how the origins of zombies came about, it was like a, a soul capture by a Bokor, a.k.a. a witch doctor, mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, when it met pop culture here in the last 15, 10 to 15 years or better, it experienced this resurgence. But this is, is strange. And, and, of course, now, you know, you're talking about those people down there smoking that synthetic whatever it was and ingesting it or however they were doing it it's it's i mean it's scary man i'm just like <laughs> to me i'd be like yeah no thanks <laughs> you can keep that see you later guy but they you know it, i really find it fascinating that you said you you turn a light on them and they, they come start coming toward light and then when you turned it off they just kind of just sat there mm -hmm. that's that's crazy. and if they hear noises they come toward it yeah it's crazy. You know, it, it makes you wonder, like I, I had a, a friend of mine and her husband actually thinks that there could be a zombie apocalypse. Like he, he doesn't believe in all this other paranormal poo-poos it. Right. But he really believes that there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. And I, I'm thinking, you know, I used to think, what an idiot. 
Now I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't agree with his stance on the paranormal because he doesn't believe in it. But right. I do believe that the, 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 if it, it's something that simple and a little foil envelope can make you that crazy, messed mm -hmm. up, what could they do in, on a mass scale? Yeah, yeah. Think about that, folks. Crop we, dusting an area. They could literally like drop that words. stuff over us and, and an entire city could become... The walking, Crazy. the walking dead, yeah. or twenty eight days, not uh, yeah, twenty eight uh, days later, later or whatever. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a scary thought. It is because when we were working out there, I told everybody, I was like, dude, we're dealing with what could be a precursor to something. You know, I, I, I mean, I, and I don't want to sound like some apocalyptic lunatic or whatever, but I've dealt with those people, and you're going like, you know, and I've seen people on PCP and and on some serious crank. Yeah. But this was, they had a little bit of faculty about them. These people were literally like mind gone. They were running on base. Just drone, just droning, huh? Yeah, just running wow. on the, the, the back of the brain. The that base was instincts. Yep. That's crazy, man. Whoo. So thank you, Anthony, for, 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 for your the story. contribution yeah, your to that. The event. That, oh, man. Because he was like, we really need to talk about this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, that's. I mean, and I'm not laughing at those people. I'm not laughing at anybody's misery that they're, you know, caught up in, in you know, drug addiction. I feel bad for them. But, you know, that's just, I think it'd be freaky to actually see in person. You know, I've never, never seen that. I've seen some weird stuff. Well, think about this. If you're, if, if you're a person that believes in demon possession, mm -hmm. that something, taking something like that, where your brain just goes away. That would be the easiest way for a demonic entity to take you. Oh yeah, you. yeah, because your 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 faculties are gone, mm -hmm. and and there's some of them that didn't lose. They wouldn't lose all of their faculties because we had a situation where my guard had to go to the restroom. Yeah, and he was not even gone that long, but th there was no bathroom there, so he had to leave to go down the street. And with in the time that he was gone, the, when he came back, the trash can had been incinerated, like the rubber trash can was melted. Oh, so they had thrown something fire related in there. And then on they they go on camera and they see that it was like one of these goobers that was that had a newspaper on that was on fire and he was like shaking it, mm. acting like he was, you know, I don't know on another planet or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then throws wow. it in the trash and then it was just crazy what was going on in that place. And you know, I'm just glad that it's not going on anymore. But yeah. I just think of like what what could happen if it was on a a uh, massive scale. Oh man, that's I don't even want to imagine in accord. I mean, in accordance with what we know about zombies today through pop culture, that's how we all know zombies the, the resurgence, a drug, a chemical or something like that affects your uh, brain, affects your brain, a virus, whatever. I mean that that is a reality. And that could potentially happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people live their life day to day thinking that everything's fine, and then they wake up and they're on fire. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, seriously, I mean, like, you, you think your life is just one way, that everything is a normal, that's just the way it is, the day-to-day -day mundane of going to work, coming home, you eat dinner, whatever. Not even thinking that you walk out that door and encounter something really messed up. Yeah, that that this world, this society, this this world we live in is is an anomaly actually because anything could break down real quick yeah it, you it, stop at a at a rest stop and some crazy thing jumps on your, your truck yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? well I, you know like i said i tell i tell a lot of people that you know, i said hey if you know if something like that happened like the this the proverbial zombie apocalypse scenario martial law would be in place cities would be locked down and people in those cities, man, you're going to be in trouble. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because you're in a city and you're in a highly populated area, and you, I mean, go from there. People, you, you call me crazy, but that's just to me that seems very logical. Like it's what could happen for, happen to people living in 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 highly populated areas. Well, in the stories that we were telling telling earlier too, that yeah. I was relaying to you. People see weird people wandering around the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That so too. what but was that? You know, was you this know. one of those zombies that just wandered off too far? Or? Could be, but think about it. It was only one. It yeah, wasn't thank a goodness. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a, wasn't a herd. Yeah, it wasn't a so gang of them. That's all the time we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, remember, doswolfman88 at gmail.com and wolfandsal at gmail.com. Comment, like, and subscribe. Please subscribe. We need subscribers, man. Y'all are not subscribing fast <laughs> enough. Don't make me unleash the zombie apocalypse. I need to make you subscribe. All right? Oh, man. Anyways, we had a good time. Thank you so much. We'll see y'all next time. See ya.